The school wasn't that big, so everybody was cool with everybody. And no one, like, disliked you because you were gay or because it was kind of a normal thing. So it wasn't, like, a big deal. Like, if you were gay, they're like, okay. (laughs) And everybody, I mean, everyone liked each other. And, like, the people, I mean, if you didn't like someone, it was because of something that they've done or said, not because of their sexuality or color or race or something like that. So, I mean, it was, it was a really good and open school, very diverse as well. So it wasn't, I mean, very few problems. David's suicide ideation reached a peak on one of his last days attending school at North Jackson when he had faced an unusually intense day of harassment. I sat on the edge of my dad's bed and held his gun up against my head. It was in his closet. Um, again, it's a rural area. There's hunting, there's... Guns are a part of the culture. Even if you live in a liberal family, like, you definitely grow up in a house with guns. I don't know anyone that doesn't have guns in their house. So, we had a pistol in the closet, and I knew right where it was. Um, <clears throat> and the bullets were there, too. I loaded it. I sat on the edge of my parents' bed. And I held it to my head for... Probably... Like, I don't know. It seemed like forever. It was probably like half an hour, and I was too afraid to shoot the gun because I was afraid of not dying. And I was afraid of, like, the physical pain. Like, I didn't want to lay there and suffer in case I didn't die instantly. The queer voice Sadowski describes heeds this challenge. In transforming a corrosive self-silencing into an open protest for equal rights and freedom of expression, it is a voice of resistance. More specifically, it is a voice that resists patriarchal social structures. The gender binary in which being a man means not being a woman or like a woman, and the gender hierarchy in which human qualities designated masculine are privileged over those considered feminine, are the DNA of patriarchy, the building blocks of a patriarchal order. In challenging both the binary and the hierarchy, The queer voice articulates an ethic of care and the values of a democratic society, the belief that everyone's voice should be listened to carefully and heard with respect, and the recognition that equal voice is a prerequisite for free and open debate. In Sadowski's research, the development of a queer voice is associated with signs of psychological resilience and health. When I... when I came out, I first came out to myself. I had thought to myself, gee, um, I'm bisexual. Then I I ignored it. I ignored everything. And one day, I met this woman who actually did family counseling. I told her all the things that were bothering me, and in the middle of the list of ten things, I said, and there's one other thing that's driving me crazy, and I can't, I don't even want to think about it. And then I, um, started thinking, telling her about other things, and she stopped me. She says, okay, now tell me. Now this is a tough girl from the city. She's like a tough city girl. (laughs) She's like, cut the bull, all right. I want to ask you a question. I'm like, okay. We had a very special relationship, her and I. Uh, She's like, you're having feelings for other men, aren't you? And I was like, uh, oh, I kind of made a face. (laughs) No noise came out. And I couldn't say no, but I didn't want to say yes. So I was like, maybe? (laughs) And we both started laughing. Although Eddie ultimately laughed along with his counselor when she raised the possibility of his being gay, 
laughter that perhaps resulted from the release of long-silenced thoughts and feelings. He clearly was experiencing considerable internal conflict at this point in his life.